and welcome back to Random Movie Night. Or welcome here for the first time. If it's your first time listening, this is a podcast where we watch a movie picked by a random number generator and talk about said movie. Uh, my name is Keith Phipps, and I'm here with Hello Mike. Right? Hey, hey Mike. Right? I, I like the idea that it's uh, people see that it's Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer, and they're like, <laughs> "That's you know what." Uh, that's the one I'm going to start on. I've been meaning to check this out. And we are joined by a special guest, uh, Brian Moylan. Hello, Brian, a returning guest. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me back. Uh, you... It hasn't been that long. Crocodile Dundee 2, and now... Uh... I only do lousy sequels with you guys, so <laughs> I can't wait for T2. I don't know. That's not that You bad. know what? Anytime we get a sequel it has to be the second movie if it's a if it's a franchise it, it, it should automatically by default we go to brian first sure i will take it sequel uh advisor brian j moylan <laughs> uh that's great that's that's an unofficial title uh well we are here to talk about a sequel and, and brian has tipped his hands about his feelings but maybe mike and i love it it's it's fantastic for rise of the silver surfer that was released June 15th, 2007. It was the number one film at the box office that week, uh, unseating uh, Ocean 13, uh, which had been out, uh, released the week before, and Knocked Up, which was uh, two weeks around. It is the 18th highest grossing film of 2007. It made less money than Rush Hour 3, a film I often exi- uh, forget exists, uh, and Live Free or Die Hard. Um, and it made more money than American Gangster or Enchanted. Uh, here's my history with this movie. I hated the first Fantastic Four movie. I just hated it. Like, I mean, I'm a fan of the comics, and I was looking forward to seeing sort of the big screen version of that. We'd had some good comic book movies at that point. Certainly Spider-Man had been good. Others had been good. And then it's awful. I mean, it's, it's a, it is an awful film. And then this was coming out, and the trailer for it, made it look good i mean this is how it's, it's a reminder to me that trailers are effective because i saw that like well, you know, i kind of want to see that fantastic four rise of the silver surfer movie and then i did and you know what it's pretty bad <laughs> this movie, that, that's my opinion of this movie how about how about you mike okay so i used to hate this movie and i used to i used to think the first fantastic four was actually okay and this one i did not like but now that the 2015 Fantastic Four exists, I retroactively like this one better. <laughs> I'm not just saying that either. I'm not it, it like watching. I'm like, well, at least the characters seem to be enjoying each other's company. Like, it, sure. it, I didn't hate it. I thought I was going to hate it again. And after what I witnessed, you know, with the Miles Teller version, the Josh Trank version, uh, you know what? Uh, everyone's having fun. It's a bad movie. It's the last throws before Marvel started making their own movies. But watching it, I I wasn't hating myself as much as I thought I would. At least the characters smile here and there. That's true. And I think the one really redeeming element, more of the first one than this one, but I really do enjoy Chris Evans as the Human Torch because yeah, he's, he's good. He's the exact opposite of the tortured, angsty superhero. He's someone who gets superpowers. And is like, you know what? You know what's great? Having superpowers. I'm going well, to have some fun that with that. Scene this. when he see okay, so there's a scene where uh, we kind of first meet the Silver Surfer, and um, I'm getting ahead of myself, but he's it, uh, like uh, machinery doesn't work anymore. Power is being siphoned away from from the city, and Johnny has to go chase him. And there's a scene where the Silver Surfer kind of like morphs through the Chrysler building. And uh, Johnny just looks at it and goes, "That was cool." Like it's like, okay, <laughs> I thought that was like, I thought that was a pretty okay scene. Like it, it again, this is only 
now in comparison to the dark, gritty Fantastic Four ver- version that is insane that anyone thought that was a good idea. Like, the most happy superheroes there are, the Fantastic Four, let's make a dark, gritty version where uh, they're in pain the whole time and screaming for their lives. See, um, I have, like, the opposite rea- like the opposite experience that Mike had in that I'm a big fan of the comic books. So I went to go see this opening weekend. I went on a date with a nice gentleman who, um, I mean, the poor soul I took him to. And so <laughs> I went and remember thinking, like, oh, that wasn't great, but, like, whatever, it wasn't bad. And then I watched it now, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, how <laughs> did I ever think this movie, like, wasn't that bad? I mean... My date was very attractive, and we had very good sex afterwards. So, like, maybe that would like colored my vision of yeah. the Fantastic Four Part Two. <laughs> I'm just look. I'm not. Please do not misunderstand me. I'm not saying this is a good movie. I'm just saying I enjoyed no. it a little bit more than I was. I was really dreading watching this, and I enjoyed it a little better than I thought I would because I, at least, at least, like Johnny Storm's having a good time. I didn't see the like new super dark one. That's what I was going to ask you. I was wondering if you had seen if you'd seen that one. No, I was like, no, thank you. But I, I was watching this and thinking, like, in general, I don't think that there's currently a Fantastic Four comic book, and I just it's don't coming think... back out. No, it just came out. It's it's two issues in, and it's been pretty good so far. Yeah, they they've, re- they've just rebooted it. Yeah, I just don't think the Fantastic Four is like of our time. Like their names are dumb. Their powers are kind of like weird. They're a family. It's all like, yeah, I, I just don't know that this is, you know, it's such a superhero moment, but I don't think the Fantastic Four are the superheroes for this moment. Oh, I, 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 I think there's room for them. I just think that, you know, movie-wise, I just don't think they've cracked it yet. Well, I think Brian's right, but I also think that can change because people said the same thing about Captain America. With this merger, like, you know, and Feige's been on record, like, that... uh his favorite superhero is the Fantastic Four, so obviously he has a vision for them. I think they can be again, but this movie isn't it, and certainly the reboot we saw a couple years ago is not it. Uh, but I think, it, and now now that they're bringing the comic back, obviously Marvel has some plan for them. Yeah, they seem to shut it down out of spite. When, they did, they yeah. The movie rights. Um, the, the Fantastic Four movie I really wanted to see was Peyton Reed's Fantastic Four movie, which he was going to make after Down with Love. And then Down With Love wasn't very successful, so I think that he kind of lost the chance to do that one. When would that have been? It would have been it would have been early 2000s. It was going to be set in the in the early 60s, like when the, when the comic first came out. Oh. Uh, that could have been a really fun movie, but but we got this one and these two instead. And you know, I think I'm I'm coming around to Mike's point of view a little bit in that. 2015 Fantastic Four is just a miserable experience. Right. This is a it's fun- miserable to watch. It puts you in a bad mood. I did not this come out a- of this one in a bad mood. It's like it's like oh they all seem to all the all the, the the Fantastic Four in this movie they all seem to like each other. They they seem to be having a nice time. And then right. yeah, I, I didn't walk. I don't watch this going. I won't. You know, I hate humanity now because of this movie. <laughs> I won't. I don't think that the movie is bad as much as it is cheesy. Like, yes. it's really cheesy. Almost and shockingly like, cheesy compared to what we see today. Yeah, absolutely. And like the and the special effects which I'm sure were amazing at the time, like it, they would do so much better, you know, making Mr. Fantastic's powers look real and cool now than they certainly would have done what is this 12 years ago? Well, they did I, look real in they kind of did look real in the one that came out a couple years ago, but it's like 
it looked like a horror movie. Like, right. <laughs> it was like disturbing. So I, I, again, watching this one, I'm like, well, at least it's not disturbing. It just kind of looks stupid. <laughs> like, right. when, like when he's dancing. <laughs> like when oh, he's doing, yeah. When oh, he's my doing, God. Yeah. So cheesy. Yeah. He, on his bachelor party, Mr. Fantastic uh, goes to a nightclub and, uh, and uh, uh, elongates all his uh, limbs and, and does the wave. Oh my I, god! It was I'm so not bad. sure that Michael Chiklis's Bing Grimm costume ever looked impressive, though. No, it sure didn't. I like it though. I did love it when at that same scene when they're at the nightclub, the thing is wearing basically like a shirt you'd see Ted Mosby wear from that same year of How I Met Your Mother. Yes. Like this this cool <laughs> this cool mid two thousand shirt. It's like a swinger shirt. Yeah, like it's like a swinger swingers. shirt. Yeah, it's like some bowling kind of shirt. Whatever. Yes. Well, and what's also interesting about this cast is that this was like the 2006 version of who was going to be the next big thing. Like all of these people had like a lot of heat and they've all sort of like fizzled out like Julian McMahon, Ian Grufford, you know, Jessica Alba is off running her like baby food company or whatever it is. You know, like the only one that really fulfilled on his promise was that Chris Evans with another superhero movie. I mean, Chickless had a had a good run. He had a good run, yeah. But I mean, he was. Hey, don't he, forget Kerry Washington. Kerry Washington's in this movie. I mean, and Kerry Washington has done better than any of them. She's in like two scenes of this movie. Do you, do you know who you know who the Silver Surfer is, right? I looked it up, but I I forgot. It's Doug Jones from uh, last year's Best Picture winner. Really? Yeah. With voice wow. by voice by Lawrence Fishburne. Voice by Lawrence Fishburne. And I think the surfer looks pretty cool. I think that's part of what what made me look forward to this movie was the yeah, surfer the sur- effects look cool. I mean, I love that character, and it was not. I mean, this isn't the worst interpretation of the Silver Surfer you could possibly have either. No, and his powers are really cool. Like what I say about superhero movies are all I want to see is powers. Like, uh, and so like the first kind of X Men movies where they're not using their powers that much, it's like snooze and. The Silver Surfer has really cool powers. I guess we should walk through the plot a little bit. Yeah, we, let's, we, let's do that. We, we open with the marriage of uh, Sue Storm and Reed Richards, or the attempted marriage of Sue Storm and Reed Richards. Basically, Reed they're Richards. celebrities. They're they're too yeah. famous. They complain about being too famous now. Yeah, which Johnny is, doesn't, but the rest of them don't like it. Yeah, which is kind of fun, I guess. I don't know. It it, it certainly drives a lot of the tension of the movie, or the or tries to drive a lot of the tension of the movie. So they can't get married because there there are crises in the form of the Silver Surfer, who is coming to Earth to prepare it for Galactus, the Eater of Worlds, who we see in all his glory as a big glowing guy, right? No, he's a cloud. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that, that was one of the biggest disappointments of this movie is, is that we don't, the Galactus is just, you know, a cloud. And that's that's kind of a, I think that kind of speaks to where Super movie hero movies have gone. Like people complained about it at the time, but it wasn't that big a deal. There's no way you get away with that loose of an interpretation of a, of a well-known character now. And also, I think, you know, I think we're prepared to accept. You know, I, I think Thanos pr- proved with in the recent Marvel movies that we're prepared to accept a big, silly guy, silly-looking guy as the bad guy. The problem is he's so big. <laughs> like he sure. just that. I mean, I I get why in a boardroom. People were like, how do we do Galactus? And then, yeah, I mean, I get why they decided this just isn't going to work. It's just going to be this big face in the sky and he doesn't say anything. 
like so they, did you they see when the cloud was moving like through space like the galactus head like shadow on over... saturn i noticed that too yeah yeah i i i, I it's almost like that was you know we'll give him the shadow of galactus's head and then it right. just, it, and then so but if you're watching the movie for the first time you're probably like there he is and then it's then it's just a cloud it just happened to make that shadow right exactly yeah Oh, thanks for the Easter egg fan service. <laughs> but hey, we, we picked up on it. We picked up on right. the, maybe the only Easter egg in the movie, that and uh, oh, Stan Lee. So I, again, watched the movie on Amazon, and so it, it tells you like all the trivia and oh, stuff. Oh, yes, I need and to do so that. Apparently, there's a bunch of hidden fours like all throughout the movie. Mm. And so like, you know, like at one point at the end where they all put their hands together, you see like, the rock formation in like Ben Grimm's whatever makes a four. And yeah, there's all these like hidden fours, which Great. like are, are the lamest. Yeah. That's Easter not a very, I could ever imagine. Terrible Easter egg. Could you imagine yeah. writing a whole post about that? All the fours we saw in fantastic four. Right. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this is an honest question between these two movies. And then, the, then we got to see the, the, the even worse Dr. Doom. In the one from two years ago or three years ago, whenever. Why is Doctor Doom so difficult to how do you blow, portray? How, how do you blow Doctor Doom? He's a scary a guy in a scary mask and a robe. It's I mean, you could probably cosplay that pretty more effectively than than you see in these movies. Why do they have so uh, much trouble with it? Why is this such a problem? This well, is think- my thing about how the Fantastic Four suck now. His name is Doctor Doom, which is lame, and he's a dude in this lame ass mask. And so, if you're gonna like do the original '60s comics with people named human torch like some hot dude in like 2006 is gonna say i should be called the human torch it's just like totally inconceivable that's true and, and but i think also the problem with the with this film these two at least is that you have an actor who probably doesn't want to be behind a mask the whole time so he's basically you know he's not the these scarred horrifying presence uh that dr doom is supposed to be he's he's handsome julian mcmahon right who teams and, up? Who, who in this movie they do the thing where they bring him back, but he teams up. They, they, like uh, basically, they're all like, "No harm, no foul. We'll team up." From uh, don't worry what you did in the first one. We'll team up to take down this bigger threat. Right, but Which, he's like barely in it. You, you mean it's like I, I just figured they just didn't know what to do with him, right? Yeah, but like we got to like, have him in the movie. Yeah, but, I mean, now it's yeah. kind of crazy that in the sequel, the bad, the bad guy from the first one would even come back. Right. Doctor Doom is so part of the story for Fantastic Four, and and we do get to see him surf in this, and that's awesome, right? I mean that that's a really not at all embarrassing uh, scene. I hint some sarcasm. <laughs> uh, you didn't yeah, like was... uh, Doctor Doom getting a Silver Surfer surfboard? Well, I guess we're getting ahead of the plot though a little bit because uh, I don't know what happens next. They they fight the Silver Surfer, but it's all a misunderstanding, right? And they imprison him. And they torture him, and it's like the one bit of like bit of thing that really pegs us to a two thousand, you know, an early two thousand or you know mid aughts movie is is there's that concern with torture that kind of went through so many movies in in the two thousands. Yeah, but we solved that. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I just killed the lighthearted mood. Of this yeah, song. you did. We went, from, we went from talking about Rise of the Silver Surfer and Doctor <laughs> Doom on a surfboard. You're talking about torture, like real life, and it's like I didn't. Okay. Well, let's let, you know. What, hey, guys, let's take it down a notch. Let's get serious now. Like, well, <laughs> that's why we stopped talking. It's like, oh, okay. Well, Keith's got something he needs to get off his chest. 
No, I just like to drop some torture references every now and then. I, um, I'll tell you something I don't like about this movie. Besides, <laughs> really, Spencer, you haven't yet. So yes, please. <laughs> the, the, um, well, first of all, Yon, 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 John, Ewan, whatever, Griffith. Not, not a very charismatic actor. I, I don't really like him very much in in these movies. But he gets a big speech about uh, to Andre Brower's general about how you know he was a nerd. And now, and, and Andre Brower was a cool football player, but now who's laughing because he was a dumb jock and now he runs the world. And it's so bad. And also, wait, Andre that's how Brower, you pronounce his name? I don't know. Uh, Andre Brower also just, just seems so much smarter than he than his character, even though he's supposed to be one of the smartest men in the world. Uh, I mean, Brower just kind of radiates intelligence in a way that Yon Grafood, I don't know how to say it. It's something uh, like that. It's Welsh. I mean, girl, good luck. Yeah, just all those all those vowels. Who knows? Just Reed Richards. Sure. Reed Richards. Uh, We're talking about Reed Richards. You shouldn't have Reed Richards seem dumber than the guy he's telling is dumb. Is what I'm saying. Or brag yes. about brag about how he's smarter. Yeah, that's a bad scene. It's a bad scene among many bad scenes. I, I, but let's look on the bright side. What do, what do you like about this movie, Mike? You're the you're the most positive on it. What what's a scene or a moment that we haven't talked about yet that that you enjoyed? Oh, well, I already gave you the scene I like, the one where he goes through the Chrysler building. I didn't really have another one. Yeah, okay. But I, again, I, my favorite thing is it's not it's not the other one. At least it's at least the at least it's lighthearted until well, until you mentioned the torture subplot. I guess maybe it's not <laughs> as lighthearted as I gave it credit for, but it seems yeah. mostly lighthearted. I'm going to tell you the scene that I like, but then I want to talk about some more things that I hate. Okay. But <laughs> the the scene that I liked is that so Johnny Storm like touches the Silver Surfer and it somehow fucks up his molecules, quote unquote, Reed Richards tells us. So now whenever he touches one of the Fantastic Four, they like swap powers until they like touch again and then he gets his powers back. So at the very end of the movie, they have to stop Dr. Doom on a surfboard. And so Johnny Storm, like they all touch together and Johnny Storm gets all four of their powers like he's the Super Skrull from the comic books where he has all the powers of Fantastic Four. And then he goes and beats the shit out of Dr. Doom with like everybody's powers. And I thought that was really awesome. It, is Except weird, it, didn't look it like was a weird message though, because like they're all like, you know what? We can beat him all together. And then Johnny's like, well, what if I just do it? Right. <laughs> and he does. That's what they do. Like, all right, Johnny, you handle it. Okay. Well, and then also they wanted a normal life and whatever. Why'd they all touch and give their powers back? Why'd they just be like, hey, Johnny, I'm not a rock monster anymore. We're going to go live a normal life. Enjoy your powers. Good luck, the Fantastic Four. Yeah, you, you can sit there and save everyone with all our powers now. Why did, why, I, I don't understand why they went back either. Right. I kind of understand why Sue and Reed did, but why did uh, why did Ben? Why did Ben want exactly. the rock back? It didn't. It doesn't make sense. It it doesn't. I mean, that, that's that's definitely um, the thing. You know, I, if you were the thing, I think you would lose your powers as quickly as possible. So yeah, that's not worth it. That brings me to one of the things that I hated was that as soon as we see the thing and his girlfriend, the only thing I could think is. How do those two do it? And then you get a scene where Johnny Storm is like, um, how do you two sleep together? And the thing gets all mad and nobody answers it. It's like, you know, that's all we're thinking. Why would you tell us how they fuck? Well, I think the PG rating. <laughs> my... like, at least I just was not us... expecting that. I was not expecting that to be the, the breakdown. And it, I'm just caught off guard. That's fantastic. At, at least he t- told us how the fish monster fucks in the shape of water. That's true. Like. 
Same. I mean, yeah. that actor's in it. He could tell them, like, here's I'm going to do it later. Exactly. It's a PG family movie, so you can't. But if you can't, why even raise the question? Because that's, Thank just you. <laughs> that's going to create more problems than it solves. And speaking of poor Nate Jones and not having any junk, where's the Silver Surfer's junk? Nate, well, very, I like that you called him Nate. Bunk. What's his name? His name's Doug Jones. Doug Jones. Whatever. Where's his junk? Maybe if he had a wiener, I'd remember his name. <laughs> Who's Nate Jones? Nate Jones is a baseball player for the Chicago White Sox. <laughs> and you just started a rumor he has no junk. <laughs> well, I that might be true. Oh, boy. Okay. As far as we know, Nate Jones, the, the pitcher for the White Sox, has, has junk. Okay. Junk. Yeah. Yeah. Doug Jones? Doug Jones. TBD. Yeah, TBD. TBD. And that stands for too bad dickless. That's what <laughs> it stands for. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I'm else? so glad you did this one. <laughs> I always got to take it there. And uh, so along the same lines, one of the things I hated about this is we only get to see Johnny Storm shirtless once. Yeah, he gets well, he gets mad that, that uh, he has to burn a good suit. Right. Which but, I like. I like that he's mad about that. I know, but we can't see him like with his suit burned off. I mean, we see Jessica Alba with her clothes burnt off, but not really. Yeah, let's talk about that scene for a second. That, that scene's weird, right? Yeah. So Johnny touches her, and they swap powers, and she's, like, on fire and, like, floating around. And Johnny's invisible, and they don't know what's going on yet. And so she's just, like, freaking out about being on fire. Right. And her suit is not flame retardant like Johnny's is, so it just burns up. But when they switch powers back, now she doesn't have a suit anymore. So she's just on the, on the pavement with no clothes. And then and I think she even says, why picture. does this always happen to me? And I think we know the answer, because men are terrible. And you're a hot chick. <laughs> I, was go- I was trying to go more with <laughs> the, uh, you know, like it, it's, uh, it's bad. It's bad they did that. Yeah. Well, I just couldn't get past the fact that they wanted us to believe that that bad wig was Jessica Alba's real hair, and that those bad blue contact lenses were her real eyes, and that she, clearly a woman of color, and Johnny Storm are brother and sister. It's a horrible wig. I mean, that's probably the least least impressive effect. I'm not sure which is least less impressive, that wig or or the uh, Ben Grimm's cost, or Ben Grimm's makeup or whatever. Isn't there I mean, a, and there's a horrible wig in the new Fantastic Four, too. Is there? Yeah, on the for the reshoots. Oh right, yes, that's right. It's it's stay away from wigs if you make a fantastic. Kate Mara, color, right? Kate does... Mara has to wear a wig for all the reshoots, and it's like very noticeable. Is she wearing a blonde wig? No, she had her hair cut different for a different role, so they oh. just had to put like a wig on her, and it's just like, what is this? Like half the movie, it's her normal hair, then half the movie for the reshoots they did, it's just an obvious looking wig. You really need to watch this new one. I'm telling you, I. Yeah, I almost did like on a plane and then I was like, oh, but it's going to be so bad. And I didn't. Maybe I will. It'll it'll make you like this one a little bit more. OK, yeah, that's my prediction. I will. Because it happened to me. I'm so glad I walked away from this podcast with homework. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll check in. Then we'll check in with you and, right. you. and then you can tell us what you think of the new one. Thanks, Mike and Keith, for making me watch yet another bad movie. I remember after, not to get too far off topic, but I remember after seeing Chronicle, I'm like, wow, I, this Josh Trank and Max Landis, these, these are talents to watch. I look forward to their future work. And everything since then has been, oh boy, let's, let's, let's pump the brakes on these guys a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I, guess Trank, I guess Trank only had Fantastic Four after that, but uh, that was well, rough. No, well, he, then he, then he um, you know, then the Star Wars thing happened. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, now no one uh, in Hollywood will hire him. Isn't he trying to make a I comeback? Think, Isn't he trying no, to make a comeback? He's got something in the Something's works. Something's coming. Something with a pretty big star. I'll, I will quietly Google it here while uh, uh, while I while we talk. Yes, a movie coming out next year called Fonzo with with Tom Hardy and Linda Cardellini. So that's that's something. Tom Hardy plays Al Capone. So there's a chance to have for Tom Hardy to do a fun accent, I guess. We love okay. those. We love those accents. We do love those accents. I'm seeing that movie tomorrow. Then mm. <laughs> <laughs> we we can all talk about it on Thursday. Mm. Woo! Uh, well, I don't think we get that here in Chicago till next week, but okay. I look forward to it. Uh, how about that Fantastic Car, guys? That was kind of cool, right? I have oh, so so I have a little thing about the Fantastic Car that makes me mad. So at the end of the movie, they uh, they're getting married again, right? But there's there's another another crisis so like some like a ship is sinking is this correct do i have this right uh no venice is sinking venice is sinking i thought it was like a ship okay venice is sinking all right all of venice is sinking and they're they they tell the fantastic four you know or he a reed gets a notice on his phone venice is sinking we gotta go guys and um so they get in their fantastic four mobile and before they go they all the, the, the vehicle splits into four parts and they all make time to do a synchronized four in the sky made of uh, made of smoke, and then they all go. Like, what if that little bit of time was what cost Venice? <laughs> right. We you had are... to stop and make a little four in the sky before we left. Like, I get it's the end of the movie. I get I get why it's done from a movie perspective, but story perspective, I don't think it works. Um, also, from a story perspective, they say, like, oh, instead of having a giant wedding, let's get married now. And they're in China, but then they're clearly having a Japanese wedding. Yes, they were. Yes. Yeah, that is strange. That is very strange. I didn't even, <laughs> that's a really good point. That's something I, like, I kind of, like, didn't quite register with me as I was watching this. But that, that is, a, that is a, a very odd I didn't realize choice. they were in China. I was just like, what is this theme? Yeah. No, because they say, like... Southern China at some point, and the signs in the city where they're having the final fight are in Chinese. But then the wedding is Japanese. Well, maybe they just went over to Japan for the wedding because it's a better place to have a wedding. Wolverine got married there, right? Yeah, but I mean that's kind of fucked up to China, don't you think? <laughs> I'm I'm against it. I think they should have uh, they should have figured out their theme better. Exactly, they should have gone for that. Chinese box office. We might have gotten a Fantastic Four three. Speaking of Fantastic, Fantastic Four three, three, well, you know they were just waiting for Fantastic Four four, right? Right. Like that would have been their big one. Like it's the fourth one. <laughs> it's a big deal. I'm kind of confused as to why we didn't get more of these because they were pretty successful. I don't. I guess. Well, you know, looking at it now, the, the domestic gross was 131 million and it cost 130 million, so maybe it was more of a break even kind of thing. But it didn't seem like it was a failure in, in any way. Yeah. It was supposed to lead to a Silver Surfer spinoff that never happened. I know right, there, because there's a mid credit scene mm-hmm. of the Silver Surfer. You think this movie's over. Oh, is there? Yeah, you think it's over and the Silver Surfer comes back. He's floating through space. Oh. That's all he does. I, they've been trying to make a Silver Surfer movie since the 70s. I think after Star Wars, there was almost a Silver Surfer movie, or at least there was trying to develop one. And now... Yeah, it just seems like that's further off in the distance than it ever ever uh, has been. Or I've always found him to be closer than it's ever going to be. Right? 
Mm. I've always found him to be like a weirdly unrelatable hero. Like I never quite like got the Silver Surfer. Yeah, I'm with Brian. I'm kind of anti Silver Surfer. I, like I think Silver he just, I think he just looks cool. I don't think there's. Yeah. A, I, just, I don't think he's a good character. I think he just looks cool. He's yeah. like a tragic mystic wanderer oh, of I the stars. I, I like. I like. I like Silver Surfer. I, did, you, did you ever see the um, remake of Breathless, the American remake with? Uh, um, starring with, the Silver Surfer. Uh, no. <laughs> Uh, that, sorry, was, Richard... that was quite, I, it was a strange choice, but they, they, the Silver Surfer <laughs> stars, and you know what you gotta say, it, it really works. No, Richard Gere plays the uh, Silver Surfer the main character. No, he's, a, he's his character is obsessed with the Silver Surfer, and he's kind of like this, you know, reckless outlaw type of character, and you can kind of see why he identifies with that character. It's, I don't know, I, I think there's a lot of resonance to the Silver Surfer. Not that you'd really notice it that much here. Yeah, I, we we'll see the Silver Surfer again. You think? Yeah, oh, now, we for sure. Now that will. these are going to Disney, yeah, of course we are. And I, yeah, uh, it seems like Disney stuff is so mapped out for like the next decade or something. No, it's not. We don't know anything. Well, yeah, but we don't know anything. But I think I think the plans are in place, right? Am I wrong? Well, plans seem to change all the time. They threw us. They they snuck in a Spider Man movie. They just, they just threw out um, Guardians of the Galaxy three. <laughs> yeah, I guess. these things don't seem to be quite set in stone as. People make no, them out true. to be like, uh, yeah, we're just not doing that one anymore. Are they just not like, uh, making Guardians of the Galaxy 3 now? Yeah, it's just not happening. I mean, like, they might make it again, but it's on permanent hold. Because yeah. I'm thinking with, like, Thanos and Guardians of the Galaxy and whatever, like, the the Marvel Cinematic Universe or whatever is already in space. It would be really easy to fold the Silver Surfer into any of that somehow. Well, and, and they're making Eternals, which is space, too. So, yeah. the uh, I, I never liked the Eternals, either. Yeah, one, of the, one of the saddest things, uh, conversations I had with my kid lately, who's seven and loves the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, like those were like her first superhero movies. She's asking when Guardians of the Galaxy three is coming out. It's like, oh, honey, <laughs> it's oh, it's not getting made because of Twitter. I know, how, how do you explain that? It's like, well, they might not make it. Well, why? I, uh, I, I would pay money to see you sit down with your daughter and go, honey, there's a man named Mike Cernovich. <laughs> and, and and go from there and just see how that goes. If my daughter never finds out about a man named Mike Cernovich, that, that's okay with me. You're going to make his biography movie, and that'll be the title, A Man <laughs> Named Mike Cernovich. My man <laughs> named Cernovich. I'm out of things to say about Silver Surfer Rise. I'm uh, sorry, Fantastic Four Rise of Silver Surfer. How about you guys? Anything else? Yeah, I think I'm done. Brian? I think I'm done, too. I talked about No Junk, which was really my big point that I wanted <laughs> to get across to everyone here. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll pose this question. Do you think this was the final straw for like Marvel Studios? Is this why we got Iron Man? Were they finally like, all right, enough of this uh, tomfoolery. We're just going to make movies ourselves. I mean, I feel like you look at this, and it's like it seems like a very cheesy, like made for TV movie. You know what I mean? And it's like fine. It's like perfectly entertaining, but not that great. And I yeah, like if Sharknado how... showed up in the middle of this movie, you'd be like, yeah, yeah, that tracks. Yeah. But I, I see how like someone at Marvel watched this and is like, I could fucking make this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we could do this. Can't like, be any worse. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, right, right. And then they so, then then that same person at Marvel um, eight, eight years later watched the new Fantastic Four and said, "Wow, it really could get worse. It can be worse. Right? This, it, these movies can worse. always be worse. Right? And now we're gonna have to like go and buy all the entertainment companies in the world just so we can <laughs> fix the Fantastic Four, which which they did. They they're in the process of doing that. 
Disney um, is basically like Galactus at this point. It's just the devourer of worlds. <laughs> yeah, and it makes me, I don't know, it's 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 weird. But I thought when when Disney bought Marvel and Star Wars, that felt like kind of it made sense to me. Like little new little branches in the in in the Disney world that, you know, more universes for Disney, but like buying uh what was I mean what was the last acquisition? Fox. Buying Fox. Yeah, buying Fox. That's 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 Yeah, but very... you know what? I'll I'll counter that. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying. But it's kind of like Sith. There can only be, well, there's more than two, but there can only be like certain uh, uh, there can only be a certain amount of big studios and Netflix kind of replaced Fox basically. Like Net- Fox is going to be gone, but now Netflix is here. Like there's still competition. I I I don't buy into this. There's no competition at this point. There's still competition. Netflix, Amazon. They're, they're, it's just coming from different places. Yeah. All right. And Netflix well, is making. I mean, Roma. So. They're making good movies now. So it's like I'm kind of excited where Netflix is going. Like they're not just making garbage. They're they're making like actual great movies now. So and I, I I'm curious where this is going. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it plays out. Um. I think one thing we can say conclusively, though, we have seen the end of this incarnation of the Fantastic Four. Well, and... you know what? We almost got that cameo in uh, in Deadpool 2. What was the deal? They wanted to get Chris Evans to come back as a human torch and uh, apply for the uh, X-Force. Oh. and the... That would have been really funny. Yeah. yeah. That but he been... doesn't even look like the same Chris Evans anymore. I know. That would still been funny. Yeah. Like, but I him show up in the, in the Johnny Storm outfit. I enjoyed this Chris Evans much more than Captain America, like super roided out Chris Evans, just for the record. I like this. Well, that's when when he got hired as Captain America. I thought it was weird because I only really knew him from this. And I'm like, well, no, he's the cocky, funny guy. How how can he be the stoic, you know, hero? Right. You know, he plays that role well. But I, I... I think that's why I found some joy in this movie because watching Chris Evans just kind of go crazy and playing this kind of sarcastic jerk who's having the time of his life is kind of fun. Absolutely. He's fun. He's fun. The rest of the movie's dreadful. That's my that's my opinion of those. Put that yeah. on the poster. <laughs> it would just be fun. Yeah. Jo- Johnny Storm's that, that, fun. That. The rest of the movie's dreadful. And uh, Brian Moylan's mad about the penises. Yes, as per usual. As per usual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that has to. That part has to be on the poster. As per usual. At the very <laughs> end of that. Yeah. All right. I think we did it. Should we go to the random number generator to oh, figure let's, out what let's we're watching do, next? Let's do that. The year right. is... Oh, did I mess up? No, no. Okay, okay. the year is 2011. Look at okay. that. Look at that. Something kind of modern. All right, here we go. And the number is 46. So that's not a very popular movie. What is it? We Bought a Zoo. Okay. <laughs> we Bought a Zoo was number 46? Yeah, that's surprising, right? I thought it, I thought it made a lot of money. Yeah. It made uh, less money than um, Tower Heist, Contagion. It made less money than Limitless. Yeah, those were hits, though. Maybe, maybe it just the the threshold for being a hit gets pushed further down um, numerically. Yeah, uh, you know, in, in, in our uh, in yeah, our it modern made more money than Moneyball. Age. Hmm, more money than Moneyball. More money than Moneyball. That should be a term. All right. That well, should be like a like a like a like a turn of phrase. Like if someone's talking about like someone who's really rich, like how much money do you think that guy's got, and then the then the response should be more money than Moneyball, right? More money than Moneyball. Okay. <laughs> See, <laughs> this could catch on. This should be our uh, hashtag: more money than Moneyball. 
I'm not holding my breath. If someone is still actually listening to this, send a tweet to me that's with hashtag more money than Moneyball. <laughs> you can CC Brian and me. On I that. almost said, and I'll send you a dollar, but I now I'm scared that like a hundred people will do it, and I don't want to pay a hundred dollars. I was gonna say I'll send him a picture of the things wiener. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if you if you're still listening and you send the hashtag more money than Moneyball to Brian Moylan. He will send you a picture of the thing's penis. That is a deal. Yeah. That seems like I, a really fair deal. I will make that deal. Okay. You can't top, you can't top a deal like that. Um, on that note, <laughs> let's wind things down. My name is Keith Phipps. I'm a freelance writer. You can find me on Twitter at kphipps3000. I collect my clips at keithphipps.com. You can find me in such places as Vulture, Rolling Stone, The Ringer, and kind of all over the place these days, The Verge. Uh, Mike, how about you? Strangely, you can also find me at keithphipps.com. I We need to talk about that. Like, this is getting really confusing. I don't know who really owns the rights, me or you, but we need to figure this one out. That's true. Hmm. That's true. And Brian? Um, I am uh, available on Twitter at Brian J. Moylan for all of your uh, monster dick pic needs. <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks guys uh our, our production help comes from lee jakes um our theme opening and closing music comes from lee rosphere from i think you said lee of... jakes no no yeah, dan you jakes. did you Sorry. said lee jakes oh, yeah you Sorry, said dan lee jakes. jakes oh no lee jakes uh <laughs> yeah no i don't know who that is yeah, yeah i don't know it's... who that is either i was like who's well we got a new we got a new uh we got a new guy lee jakes Pitcher? Pitcher for the White Sox, okay. I guess. Yeah. Or Dan Jakes. Uh, and then our, our music comes from Lee Rosphere from the album Music That's why you said Podcast. Lee. Yes, I know. I'm getting ahead of myself here. Okay. All right, thanks, guys. Talk to you all soon.